and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one joyous page of Talmud every day. And we do mean joyous because today's stuff, Sukkah 50, describes what the Talmud casually refers to as only the greatest party ever. If you remember the Stefan skits from Saturday Night Live, this party has everything. Symbols, water, dancing, and praise to God. We're talking about Simchat Bet HaShoeva, or loosely translated, the rejoicing of the water-drawing house. This is a ritual that was performed in the temple throughout the Sukkot holiday, where water would be taken out of Nikbat HaShiloach, a pool in the city of David, carried up the pilgrim road to the temple, and there performed in a special ceremony that would beseech God for rains so that we may have crops. And the joy that was displayed during that particular festivity was so palpable, and we continue to celebrate it. We continue to have those festivities with dancing and praise to God and music, which leads to a really interesting question. You know, Judaism is known for a lot of things, including a lot of great things. It's known for scholarship. It's known for a lot of mysticism. But is it really known for partying? And there's one person and one person alone who I hold to be the world's greatest expert on all things Jewish and partying. Kylie Yunel, welcome back to the show. Thank you. That was so hard to stay quiet during because I was just so good. It also kind of makes me sound like I might be an alcoholic if I'm the best partier around, but I'm not. You are someone who is the best partier around because you truly understand, I think, the, the spiritual essence of joy that is beyond the kind of what we think about when we think about parties today of just like, uh, dance to the music, whatever. It is really a core sense of partying as a way of transcendence, right? Transformation. Tell us about partying in Judaism. So I did a course on this called How to Party According to the Bible with the Joshua Project, which is why I, I can call myself to a certain extent a party expert. You would never think that the Torah really has anything to say about partying. And I don't know necessarily if it overtly does, but at the same time, it kind of is overt because it's gathering and, and that's what parties are. And we think of parties today as like celebrating you or celebrating a person and making them feel good and showering them with gifts and cake and whatever things that can just really feed their immediate desires. And the Torah has a lot to teach us about how to have more meaningful gatherings and I think first and foremost, the first example we get is with Abraham and Sarah, which is like a classic example. The classic example being that Abraham saw some people coming and opened his home up to people, which isn't necessarily a party. But one thing that really stands out in Abraham's way of greeting guests in general is that Rabbi Sachs says in his commentary to Birkat Amazon, the Grace After Meals, that when guests would come to Abraham's tent and they'd have a meal there, they would thank him, and then Abraham would say, it's not me who you should thank, it's God. There's something so beautiful about that. It's not about you who's throwing the party. It's about the ability to do it, and the reason that we're able to do it is because of God and, and changing that focus. And that's really what the Torah teaches us, that the parties are not about our accomplishments purely, like those should be celebrated, but it's about the fact that we exist and that we have the ability to do that. And it's a celebration together with God, which is often left out of parties. 
That is so beautiful. And so if we want to, to take a spark of that, just kind of a little bit of inspiration, hopefully with all of us being able to have wonderful in-person parties very soon, how do we, how do we bring that wisdom into life? How do we kind of prepare ourselves to have the sort of parties like the ones that we're told about in today's stuff, the kind of joyous, ecstatic, but spiritual and deep and rooted and not just some kind of, you know, bacchanalia of, of like flesh and appetites. Yeah, I think the the biggest thing is intention and really setting the intention for your party before you host it so that you're you're thinking about the reason behind your gathering, which will infuse the entire thing. It's not putting so much emphasis on the details, like where your party is, who's there. The people who should be there are the people who have played a role in helping you get to whatever it is that you're celebrating or who are celebrating it with you. So if it's a birthday, it should be the people who you care about most who played a part in your life up until this point. If it's a holiday, then it's a communal celebration for the Jewish people, for your immediate community and the people who are around you who are celebrating that also. And figuring out who it is that's really played a part in that elevates the guest list, which is something that we spend a lot of time thinking about who gets along with this person, who doesn't. And you kind of base it on those minutia instead of thinking about who's really played a part in this and who do I, who do I need to be there because we're celebrating this thing together. And it's really about raising, kind of raising your eyes from beyond what's right in front of you, which is the party space and what it is that you're immediately celebrating and seeing it as an opportunity to really show gratitude and think about something bigger than yourself that you have the ability to be celebrating and that ability at least if you're me I believe comes from God you know not everybody might think that but it certainly comes from something bigger than ourselves I like to I like to think and to have that in mind elevates the entire party it's not about you not about what's right in front of you. It's about something so much bigger. And that's hard to kind of connect to, but through these little things, through who it is that's played a part in that, through where it is that it, that makes sense to you to host it for those people who are special for you. Like all of those pieces together, I think really form something that is praising this bigger being I call God. As Rabbi Wayne and Rabbi Garth used to say in their Bet Midrash in the 90s, party on. Kylie Unell, thank you so much for being our guest. Thank you. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Studios. If you enjoy this show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. I'm your host, Leah Liebowitz, and our producers are Josh Cross, Sarah Fredman-Ader, and Robert Scarmuccia. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeonedafyomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic, and we'll see you again soon.